Are you cyber confident? Do you know what your digital footprint is? Do you understand the reasons you're a cyber target? In this podcast series, you'll learn what it means to be cyber confident both at work and at home. Because when it comes to cyber security, the front line is you. I'm Josella Waldron, and in this episode, you'll hear from Virgin Radio presenter Sam Pinkham, who talks about using social media safely while in the public eye. First of all, I asked him how often he uses social media. Every day, I consume it probably way more than I should do. On my way into work in the early hours of the morning, I luckily don't have to drive myself, so I, I'm in the back of the car and I'm flicking through everybody's social media. And in that, in that instance, I'm using it usually to find out what's going on in the world and get updates, but also be entertained and to lift my mood at that crazy time of the day and to update me on what's going on on the planet. And then I also update my own Instagram at least, yeah, well, always daily with a story or with a post to give my followers a little insight into what's happening behind the scenes in my life. Do you feel pressure to post more because you're in the public eye? Um, not so much because I'm in the public eye, because I'm not massively in the public eye, not compared to most, but more because the more you post, the more engagement you get with your followers, the more followers you then get, and then the more exposure you can give to your radio show, for example. So I think it's a fabulous and necessary uh, marketing tool, although I also grow to hate it at times because, you know, it can be zapping of energy. And yeah, so I do feel pressured to post. But most of the time for me, especially Instagram is a very positive thing. You mentioned there about how it can make you feel. Do you ever worry that you're using it too much? Um, so sometimes I allow myself to delve into my phone and have a look at how much I use it. And then I'm always horrified. <laughs> But I am pretty good at not letting it. It doesn't, I think, I think Instagram or Facebook, all the social media platforms have different effects on different people. For me, it always inspires me. So if I see a photo of somebody on a beach, then I go, wow, that looks amazing. Right, how am I going to get to that beach? You know, what's my plan to be able to earn enough money to do that myself, as opposed to, oh, well, that's never going to be me. And, you know, and I get that that affects people in that way a lot. I, I, I do find it inspiring. It's rarely a negative thing, other than the fact that if I've been on there for two hours in a day, which is regularly those kind of levels, two hours of my day has been flicking through Instagram, looking at other people's lives. And how could I have spent that time better? What have you found to be the good sides of social media? Uh, reconnecting with people. You know, um, not family so much because I'm still in touch with family, but lost friends and keeping up to date with what's going on in their lives, which is always lovely. Entertaining people, keeping their spirits up. There's lots of funny things on Instagram and TikTok and not so much on Twitter these days, but certainly on Instagram. And I also think it's quite good at inspiring people. I've just renovated my house and I'm not a builder. I'm a radio presenter, but I've done a lot of the work myself by just learning how to do it on YouTube and then posting it. And a lot of people are to me saying, you've inspired me to have a go at this myself. Basically, if I can do it, anyone can do it. What do you think of maybe the bad sides of using social media? Well, as discussed before, you know, it doesn't necessarily have a positive impact on people and the way that they feel about their own lives. I know that it can heighten insecurity in people if they're, you know, certainly my friends say, oh, I got into an Instagram hole today. I couldn't get out and I spent hours on there and making them feel like they're not leading a sort of fun 
or as much of a fun and fulfilled life as others. But obviously, you've got to remember that it's not real. We always post the best of our lives rather than the worst or the norm in our lives. We're obviously going to post the best. But having said that, I think the best people to follow on Instagram are the people who do show you the normal life that they lead. So I'll tell you who's really good at it. Kate Lawler. You may remember Kate from Big Brother. She won Big Brother. She's been a TV presenter and radio presenter ever since. And she's one of the presenters at Virgin Radio. She does the afternoon show. And Kate is taking leave for maternity. But she's so good at being raw and showing the real side of Kate Lawler, the home side, no makeup, dogs climbing all over her, you know, stretch marks on her belly, which is she's due to give birth very soon. She just shows you the real life that she's living and leading as opposed to the glitz and glamour. You do see the glitz and glamour of her life as well because it exists, but you get, you know, warts and all with her on Instagram. And that's so attractive. And I think it's what people want. I think for me, posts on Instagram can show the glitz and glamour of celebrities' lives. But I think stories are really good at showing the real side of celebrities' lives. And that's what, I don't know about you, but I'm more interested in than constantly seeing glitz and glamour. And also, I mean, the other big downside for me, and I know my wife as well, is the distraction from real life. I've definitely been guilty of being on Instagram in our kitchen, stood next to the oven as as I'm cooking our tea. And then one of my kids will be going, Daddy, Daddy, calling me through to something they're doing in the living room. And I'm on Instagram and not responding immediately to my kids' need for attention. And that's terrible. But I think we're probably all guilty of doing that at some point. Well, I hope we are. I hope I'm not alone. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) What can you tell me or what do you know about your digital footprint? Do you know what a digital footprint is? Nowhere near as much as I should. What I gather it is, is it's an online collection of my data my life through any digital platform that I'm using and so that could be my address my date of birth but it could be the way that I use you know social media as well and what I like and what I don't like and when I'm tagged in. So do you ever worry about all the stuff that you post that it's there for all to see pretty much forever? Well interestingly I went back through my Instagram posts a few months ago all the way back to the beginning and looked at the first post. And it's a really interesting thing to do because obviously a lot of time and years have passed since then. But there was nothing that I posted then that I wouldn't still post now. I've been on Twitter for a lot longer and I don't think there's anything on there. But it's quite a good idea to do that every now and then because if you go back and you go, oh, cringe, I can't believe I posted that photo of me in Iron Appa drunk with my arm around my mate, then possibly it's worth deleting that. I mean, it's still out there, friends, but... It's probably quite a good idea to do it every now and then and, and, and take a look back at what you did and whether you'd still do it again today. And as you're a person of interest, you've got a radio show on national radio. Your digital footprint is of massive interest. Do you ever worry about that, that people can piece together bits of information about you? Yes. I suppose, again, possibly naively, I trust that there are people out there who will help me deal with that if that ever happens. We've had our cards cloned a couple of times, you know, with our bank, and they've been amazing. And maybe that's given me a false sense of security. But the security at our work is very high, and they're on it. And if they don't agree with what we post... Because, you you know, I haven't got thousands of followers, but between Instagram and Twitter, I've probably got 25,000, 30,000 followers. So not, 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 not as many as most, but... I've got those because of my job. You know, I wouldn't have as many followers as I do if it wasn't for my radio job. 
So work are absolutely okay to have a say in what we post and what we don't post. So they're on it as well. I kind of feel like we're protected a bit, but maybe that's naive and maybe I should also keep a strong eye on it myself. Can you tell me a bit about what ways that you know of that people can protect themselves from cyber attackers? I do actually change my passwords on a regular basis. My Instagram account was, somebody logged into my Instagram account in Northern Ireland a couple of months ago. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm laughing, it's terrifying. But I changed my password immediately and I was advised my work to change it into something a bit more substantial. Yeah, so I think changing passwords on a regular basis, although it's easy to just have one password for everything, which is, I know a lot of people do that and I definitely have been guilty of that myself. Hopefully don't have the same password for everything. Don't reveal your home address or email or phone number on social media that sounds really obvious but i posted my mobile number on instagram about a week ago and the reason i did is i was having a nightmare getting hold of a tiling company and they just weren't responding on email and we were desperate for the tiles from our new bathroom so i just messaged them and i said here's my number please call me and it was a considered thing because i thought i'm posting my telephone number as soon as they call me i'll delete it but I, it was the only way I could see of getting in touch with them. And it worked. They called me three minutes later and then I deleted it. But obviously by then, not that it really matters, it's only my number, but other people you know, may well have got hold of them, my, my number as well. So not necessarily a wise choice. But I think if you change your passwords, don't reveal your home address, think about what you're posting and the information you're giving. And would you share that information to a huge crowd of people strangers out in the street would you stand at the end of your high street and shout out your home address and your phone number and your kids school would you do it of course you wouldn't so if the answer to that is no then maybe don't post it on social media as a radio presenter you're well known in the public eye which can make you a target by cyber attackers have you been hacked before and if you have what happened so yes instagram was logged into in northern ireland as i say a couple of months ago i have actually heard since then and this in itself is interesting and a bit weird, but some servers can be um, stored in other countries. So let's say I logged in my laptop on Instagram, log- logged in on that via Wi-Fi in a Starbucks, for example. It may well be that their servers are in Northern Ireland. So that can happen. I'm not saying Starbucks use you know servers in Northern Ireland, but that's the sort of thing that can happen. And it may well have just been that. So I, maybe it was me logging in on my laptop. So that happened. We got our credit cards cloned. A few years ago, we were on holiday in South Africa and my uh, wife's card was being used in the Far East and the bank dealt with it and they were terrific. But, you know, it's not so much a cyber hacker there, but somebody was copying, you know, one of our credit cards. And the other thing that happened to me once, which wasn't hacking per se, but I had a phone call from a friend of ours who used to work or does work for the police in Leicestershire. And she said, Sam, you know, just so you know, I've just seen the photo of your house that you've posted and your house number is on the on the post and also the location, you know, when you put the location on Instagram. And she said it was very easy and very quick for her to work out my full address, for example. And she said, so just be careful when you're posting, don't post your house number because it's you know, from that and your location, it's very easy to track up. And she literally sent me my whole address, including postcode, and it was very scary. <laughs> and she works for the police, so she knows what she's doing, but it was an eye-opener for me. As you've already said, you're a family man, and these days young children are on the internet too. How do you keep your children safe on the internet? 
so we give them their own YouTube logins because they're obsessed with YouTube, my kids. That's all they watch is YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. It's funny, really. I have a difference of opinion to my wife on that. She would much rather they watch TV. I'm happy with YouTube, providing they're watching appropriate stuff because what I like about YouTube is you can learn opinions from the presenters on YouTube because they always give them. You know, they'll, they'll be talking about, I don't know, slime or skateboarding or climbing. And they'll give their opinions. And so for me, my kids are learning from older kids, which is fine by me. And YouTube kids, as far as I know, is pretty safe and means they're going to watch the sort of things we're happy for them to watch. They've got their own Netflix accounts as well. And Netflix are you know, pretty hot on when you open the account, you put in their date of birth. They're pretty hot and only showing you appropriate content for those ages. Our kids are not allowed to chat in any kind of forum. So if they're playing an online game, Evie, my eldest, loves Minecraft and there are obviously forums that she could get involved with, but she's just not allowed to. And, and as far as we know, she doesn't. But we we talk to them about it. We just talk to our kids a lot. We ask them what they're watching or we join them watching it and get involved. You know, if your kid's on a laptop with headphones on, just like I am right now, then I'll come and sit next to them. And, you know, they love showing you stuff that they're watching. And if you're involved with what they're watching and you can keep talking to them about it and just keep them educated into what's safe and what's not safe, then they're the kind of lengths that we go to. What's the key advice that you would give to people to keep safe online? To keep safe online, to, to, to know. So one thing I was going to talk about was to keep appropriate online as well. And I suppose that they go hand in hand to an extent because you don't want to post anything that's inappropriate yourself because therefore you might be risking other people being unsafe and seeing something that they shouldn't see. So when I'm posting, I use a three generation rule, which is, would I show this video to my mum, to my wife and to my youngest daughter at the same time? And if the answer is yes, then I post it. If the answer is no, my younger daughter shouldn't see it, then I won't post it because you never know the true ages of your followers. I also ask myself why I'm posting what I'm posting. If it's to entertain or educate or inform my followers, then I'll go for it. But if it's to say, oh, look where I am and look how great my life is, then I don't post it. Uh, I know that doesn't apply to a lot of people. <laughs> you see a lot of people posting photos of them in Dubai. Oh, look how great my life is. But I just, I don't think that's right. And it's you're soon going to get people commenting below negativity, which is obviously no good. And the other thing that I do is I, like I just said with your high street, I, I, I imagine the post that I'm about to put on social media being up on a big screen at Wembley Stadium and then I think of those 90,000 people all staring at it and me talking them through it obviously this would never happen but if that could happen would you post what you're about to post do I want that many people looking at my private life my wife my kids my life my house and if the answer is no then I don't post it that was Sam Pinkham from Virgin Radio look out for more episodes in this series You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more by emailing the team at cyberconfident at mod.gov.uk.